0: You want to talk about your king?
1: All right. Let's relax, my king. It's you a, want to talk about your... A, a, a little a dramatic. Method. You you didn't watch the game, so, you know, they just got completely demolished at the line of scrimmage. Like, he didn't have a chance to throw. They either even through the ball. They weren't running the ball. They had a lot of turnovers. It just... just Eagles beat the Buccaneers. No surprises there. But you, you couldn't lay it on Baker. No, I will. He's looked more impressive than uh, some preseason MVP candidates, and he's looked more impressive than your number one pick, so... I man, my
0: you. Pick. He's a, he'll be, look, man, look, start the damn show. You ain't getting me worked up before we get going. What up, what up, what up, Jason? supposed in New York City, Brandon they're coming to us from Los Angeles, California this week. Yeah, I didn't I didn't switch up the city this week. Look, we're going to get to the NFL. We're going to get to the NFL. I tripped you up because we starting with the news that tripped up the NBA. All season, nobody saw coming.
1: Is it basically safe to say that NBA insiders don't know shit about what's going on inside the
0: NBA? No, here's what happened, bro. It was smoke screens all week long. Okay, so two days ago the story comes out that the Toronto Raptors are right now in the lead for Dame Dollar. And it said two sources. There's an yep. NBA article, two sources basically means the Trailblazers put that leaked that story out because they were like, We're not going into media day with Dame taking pictures with the Trailblazers jersey on. We're not going into training camp with Dame on our roster. We've got Toronto, and we're prepared to take Toronto's offer. We're going to leak this story. Anyone else, show me what you got. We're done. And that's what happened. That put the pressure on the Bucks to come out and say, all right, here we go, here we go. We're going to take Dame off your hands. We're going to bring Phoenix in. Phoenix, you're going to get a roster of talent you can use. We're going to give you a number one overall pick. Uh, for the Trailblazers, which is what they wanted, in addition to pieces you can put around Scoot and Anthony Simons. And they can get out from under use of Nurkic as well. So that leak of an article was just the Trailblazers manipulating the media so that they can get this done before training camp begins next week.
1: Which makes all the sense in the world. And, I mean, like, basically we all knew that Miami wasn't doing nearly enough, so they had to force somebody else's hand.
0: They didn't have enough. Like, what else did they have to give? That's what I'm saying. Miami didn't have nearly enough. So yeah, Miami hurt. There were reports that surfaced today that uh, basically Drew Holiday, which is really just a great NBA player, like he's a solid veteran. He plays defense, offense, great two way player, good guy to have good on guy. your roster. Yep. you know you yep. don't build around him, especially this late in his career, but you want him on your team. There were reports that surfaced today that after Drew was traded to Portland as part of this deal, that. Miami's trying to find a way to get their hands on Drew Holiday, and I think he will be a great fit in Miami. Do you? Yeah, I think Drew works. A, that was a long ass pause. Damn.
1: Well, because uh, I was wait, I was waiting to see if that was sarcasm or not. I mean, but what does that really do for Miami? I guess I was waiting for you to like. Well, they make don't have Gabe Vincent. With,
0: He's gone, right? So yeah, now you've got but, a starting but, point but guard. Does, does Drew you've got the dog? Drew, Kyle Lowry ain't got it no more.
1: But does Drew make them a title contending team? I guess that's why I was waiting for you to like make a conclusion as to why this no, makes them better. Like, they're still second. Does it keep here. them semi Yeah, they're 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 maybe a, a three four seed at best.
0: Yeah, no, well, I mean, I think they're that anyway. I think the East is Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly, even with the Harden stuff. So then that puts them in three four or excuse me, maybe fighting for three, but four or five. And then we know injuries happen. So, like, I think Miami's in a good spot. I don't think, I mean, first off, let's be fair, man. If Giannis don't get injured in game, what, two with that rib injury? I think it was. Miami don't win that series in the first place. Right. So let's not act like, okay, Miami's in the championship window. Things fell into place both times, be it a bubble or be it an injury to Giannis.
1: Fair, but look at who they beat after that. So it's not like, you know, it's not like they got into the... Eastern semis or the Eastern Con- conference finals, Giannis gets hurt and they just like tiptoe into the finals. Like they had to like win a couple of legit series, like not saying New York is, you know, whatever. But New, New, York-, New York was easy game- come
0: on out. And then that, yeah. I mean, Boston and Philly series was a beast. beast. Yeah. So yeah. like, let's put it into perspective a little bit. I'm not, I'm not saying is it,
1: it wasn't a cakewalk, but yeah, it wasn't whatever. Anyway, we're on the same page there. So yeah.
0: Miami, they're
1: gonna be fortunate even if they get Drew Holiday to be a three a three or four seed. Back to uh, I, this,
0: after... I was gonna say back to this deal it'll be no team yeah. lost right so no. the Bucks who do you think won most? No I, literally they all equally won. So Giannis I think you know, Phoenix did yeah, yeah and I'm gonna get to that in a minute right so okay. Giannis has been dropping the little nuggets all offseason like yo I'm pissed off we ain't trying mm-hmm. to win right now. We need to win because I'm in win now mode. The Bucks said we hear you we're gonna go out and give you a top 15 player in the NBA right now. Boom. Giannis happy. Buck situated in the East. The Portland Trailblazers. Look, we're giving up Dane, but we need a first round pick and we need players. We can't just let him walk for some maybes. they get a first Mm -hmm. round pick, they get three immediate players. If they ship Drew off, boom, they get more picks. They can start their rebuild once again with Scoot and Simons. Back to the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns literally had three players on their team. That was it. I'm being sarcastic, but damn near, right? They well, had uh, D-Book, yeah. they had KD, they had Bill. They had no roster. They just got four rotational players dropped into their lap that they can feel confident and going out week one and playing with them.
1: And you ship off your most disgruntled player, like probably the most disgruntled player in the NBA, even though Dame obviously wanted out of Portland. I don't think anybody hated their situation more than DeAndre Ayton.
0: Right, James Harden. But you're right. And the issue with DeAndre Ayton... Hated this deal when it was done. Because you remember he was a restricted free agent, signed the contract mm-hmm. with the Pacers. Then in the news conference, they asked him, you know, basically, my man, you know, how you like your new deal? You know, how you feel about coming back? He was like, they matched the offer, so I'm here. That was his whole vibe after signing an extension. Uh, after, excuse me, the Phoenix Suns met the price of the Indiana Pacers were willing to pay. He didn't want to mm-hmm. be there then. And mm-hmm. you think he was going to be happy? seeing his role diminish more with Beal now in the rotation, you're right. They had to get him out of
1: there. Had to get him out of there. Remind you of two other players that the Suns signed in the offseason. One is a much bigger deal than anybody's talking nearly enough about, Eric Gordon.
0: Eric Gordon still can
1: score. He plays decent enough defense, and he can still shoot the ball. But the other one, the one that I've been championing since day one who quite hasn't broke out but started to show flashes of it last
0: year, Bull Bull. They got Bobo. They got Bobo. Damn, we already played who he played for. I forgot about Bobo. Like, I know you've been infatuated with him since the Oregon days. I still don't know how he works. Like, I I mean, I've seen him, right? But, like, he's not Chet Holmgren. He's not Victor, right? Like, he's not putting the ball on the floor and creating a shot. So, I'll be interested to see. Like he, he extended, right? Like he added that three point game, but like he had
1: it. He, he's a good shooter, but he can't put the ball on the floor. That's the one thing he's missing for sure. But he's, he's a shot blocker, he's a viable option to kind of camp out in the middle against second units and keep them from getting easy buckets down the lane. Like serviceable at, at best, he's maybe like a, a, a 10, 11 point a game, four or five rebounds, couple of threes, and a block shot, two block six shots, six fouls, like
0: against Nicole yeah. Jokic. <laughs> yeah, like probably. I mean seriously how do you think how do you think that matches up though because like now everyone in the west is gunning for Denver they're gunning for Jokic they saw what he can do
1: yeah man everything just got a lot more interesting but you're right every team completely won out of that but I, I'd have to say like Phoenix with kind of like their big three I forget what nickname they've been going by I've heard I heard one that like really stuck out where I was like that's kind of clever but uh it I didn't really in it Nah, it was was something play off of a movie or something like that. But I can't remember what it was. I'll find it later. Uh, This move, I don't care what you say, you can feel how you want to feel about KD. Bradley Beals never really won anything big or done anything really meaningful other than scored a lot of buckets. But like this team's eight or nine deep. Still, I can't believe that that was today's
0: move, right? Like that today's move took them from, look, they're going maybe six maybe seven, maybe seven to we now got rotational players. And that's why I think Phoenix, because Phoenix is also in a win now mode. I think Phoenix won this as well. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, so Portland got Drew Holiday, DeAndre Aiden, Tamari Kamara, a couple of pick swaps. No one cares about 2029 first round pick here mm-hmm. is what the Phoenix suns got. Yusuf Nurkic. There's your big body that will go against, uh, Nikola Jokic, Yusuf Nurkic, Ooh. but go against Nikola Jokic,
1: a good center when he's healthy. When healthy, biggest yep. thing. But I mean, he's Bold gives game, you but...
0: and bowl gives you some 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 insurance behind him, right? Yep, yep. You go Grayson Allen, three uh, and D guy, came he from did, the Bucks culture. The TJ Warren, NC State guy. Shout out, to shout out, to Nasir Little, Nasir Little had flashes and moments. He was still yep. coming to his own after he left college early. He was finding he's his last rhythm. Three and D,
1: yeah.
0: And then Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson, don't, once again, rotational. Don't know damn thing. I played 47, 40 games last year, 10 minutes per game. Average four points, one foul, one turnover, one assist, one block. Nothing movable, but guess what, bro? That's 10 more it's minutes. Body. D book ain't got to be on yep. the board. yep.
1: So just imagine if they somehow get out of that Durant trade without having to get rid of Bridges, just by the grace of God, they somehow. Nah, you happen. can do that. You can I know that. you couldn't do it, but I'm just, let me play the what if game for one second. That yeah. might be one of the most dangerous rosters in the last five years. Sorry. I'm done fantasizing. Anyways, moving on. Peace Booker, bitch. Um. <laughs> you no. Know,
0: okay. So look, are you going to, are you going to keep that same energy all season with this Phoenix team and specifically Devin Booker? Cause you on the record yeah. on this very podcast for the last three seasons, Being the biggest Booker hater I know, you keeping that same energy this season.
1: Look, I I feel like I said this in a previous podcast, I'll say it again. Booker is a very good player. I understand why KD and other players, even before KD went to the Suns, I've been listening to old Kevin Durant podcasts with uh, Bill Simmons over the last few days from 2017, 2018, and they're amazing. For those who haven't heard them, listen to it after our podcast. Um, But even back then, he was on the record saying, like, OKC, I think, was one pick away from drafting Booker when he was there. He's wanted to play with Booker for a while. This is something he's wanted to do. With that being said, that video of him at the open gym bitching about being double teamed is one of the most cringe things I've ever seen from an NBA player. Like I know B Walk is probably listening to this and he's he's looking at me like, B, like you don't double team in no pickup games. Like you just don't do that. Like it's bullshit. Yes, I get it, B Walk. But when you're one of the most elite lethal mamba mentality athletes out there. You better bring a third. That's what Kobe would have said. So, anyways.
0: Once again, you sound like a hater to me. Uh, but look, <laughs> this Phoenix Suns team will be entertaining. I told y'all, when they came out with them low sun black jerseys, I was on the bandwagon before KD was there. We were we texting about those. I remember here. that. We were texting about those. As soon those, as I saw him, I said, I'm riding with the Suns. Yeah. Uh, Portland, right? Like, they got Scoot Henderson. He's now the face of that franchise. Second overall mm-hmm. pick. They now can build around him and he has the freedom to learn and to grow because he doesn't have the whole, I got Dame here. I got to, you know, give up the Dame, defer to Dame in certain moments. I have to, you know, try to be more or press more because we're in win now mode. Now Portland can do a soft rebuild. They're still rebuilding, but uh, it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. like OKC or other places where they're like, let's just tank and get picks.
1: But what's the point? I mean, like, there were probably still two seasons at least before the Lakers, Clippers, Phoenix Suns, and Denver Nuggets are, like, blown up. So anybody that's on the young side, like, even the OKC, they're going to be a legit team this year, but they're probably a year too early. Like, they need to kind of, like, chill out, enjoy these rookie contracts, and just do what they can do to be thinking about the future.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, OKC I, I, got a ton of picks. I think another team yeah. that maybe you're – Alluding to more, in my opinion, Sacramento. Memphis. Like I want to see how oh, Sacramento, Sacramento comes back this year, right? Like, I, what, we know John going to be there for Memphis. They're going to have a hard start. But Sacramento was, what, fourth in the West? Mm-hmm. And so how do they now come back this season? And what do they look like? Are they still that same caliber team? Or was their progression too fast and our expectations don't match what we see on the court? Mm-hmm.
1: We another team we haven't even talked about once is Golden State. We haven't mentioned them one time yet.
0: Yeah, they just went out and got Rudy Yated there. today. sounds like they just trying to get all the old heads together.
1: And they're about to get Dwight Howard, right? Is that kind of like... you're the
0: second person that? Bro, he was working out with them, like with the players, but that ain't gonna happen. Dwight Howard, like, Dwight Howard. Anytime. If I'm the
1: Suns, I take Dwight Howard.
0: Literally, NBC Sports Bay Area a day ago headline. Why the Warriors did not sign Dwight Howard after the meeting last week. So they if signed I'm Rudy the Gay. Songs,
1: I signed Dwight Howard.
0: Well, no, they signed Rudy Gay because they were just kind of like, this is our last roster spot veteran we mm-hmm. can bring in. So that's what I'm like. They're not signing them, but everyone wants to be like, well, you know, they're going to sign Dwight. I'm like, cool. Oh,
1: let, let the Suns sun get him.
0: Why, why is, does he need to be in the NBA? Let's normalize players not you, being in the NBA. It,
1: because he is a center with what you were saying, great assessment that's, right 10, that's, 10, that's 10, a great 15, assessment well, of why he needs to be in the NBA. Cause he finish. is
0: a center. Can't finish. Can't finish. <laughs> He's a
1: center who can give them 10, 15 minutes. He can guard a joker Can guard some decent but players. He can 10, 15 him. in. He can't He's going to at least make it a little bit more difficult for him. Like you can't sit there and that's say, I get this was a couple of years ago, but six files, six files. Sometimes you just need a guy to come in and get six fouls and, and push his ass around and make it uncomfortable for him. Like, J- yeah, Jokic, sometimes that's the biggest That difference. will be the
0: slowest, most dangerous crossover in the history of the NBA if Dwight Howard's checking Jokic, checking Jokic at the top of the key. is going to do the ISO, rub his hands on his chest, and hit him with a hezi hesitation. Like, it's not even going to be a hard hezi. But Dwight Howard's he can't keep up with Jokic. Like, dude, NBA players saying, now can't keep up saying, with Jokic. you think Dwight going to do
1: it? I ain't saying he can. Look at Phoenix roster. We just went through that whole thing. They got one center on their roster right now. Yeah. Nurkic who is not hurt. bad, not amazing. He is always hurt, and he can't play 48 minutes a game. Who else are you going to get? All right, if they got somebody in the D- G League or somebody else, great. Somebody I don't know about that I, I'm not talking about. Put me on, sports Saker. But if not, go get Dwight Howard. Why not? Can That's we normalize?
0: Thought. Like, first normalize off,
1: why are you sounding like my, like, ex-girlfriend right now? Can we normalize, like, no,
0: no, dude. Well, that means she was – We was don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> Can we normalize? <laughs> no, I, I'm standing on this shit. We need to normalize when NBA players just ain't in the NBA no more and they retire. It's like Rudy Gage's 18-year veteran just signed a, a contract with the ghost of Yeah, words. but do you to think give Dwight's them not one, in the – And then you got you Dwight Howard now doing it. People still be like, Dwight's you know what, we should NBA get Carmelo back he doesn't out. want to be in the NBA? Who?
1: Dwight? Do you think Dwight's not in the NBA because he doesn't want to be in the NBA? No, he's not in the NBA
0: because he, he's, he's liable. He's a headache. No, he's not in the NBA because the NBA's progressed past what he can offer now. That happens. That happens. I get that. We don't need Phoenix people needs to 35 say, years in the league.
1: We could probably cut about the last 30 seconds of his argument. Out Cause cause I, I'm I feel, my mind you, I over feel here. you, but also, like, they need another big body. I so why not? If, if you agree. give me a different name, give me a different name, but I'm not opposed a to Dwight.
0: to be named later. Give me okay, a player cool. to be named later. I'll cool, figure it whatever. out. But I look at Phoenix. I like the move today because they brought four bodies in that like plug and play guys who will all play their role. You ain't got nobody that's going to try to overplay their hand. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to get in the way. They're going to understand look, KD1, D book two, Bradley build three. That's how we go. And then the rest of the team falls in a line. I like what Portland did. I love what the Bucs did because the Bucs were already a championship contender, right? Like, they shipped out Grayson, they shipped off Grayson Allen and uh, Drew Holiday. Two losses, but like not major losses. And you, no, replenish with Dame.
1: Yeah. And and they're mainly defensive losses, really, even though Drew can play offense and create, but they're mainly like Grayson's a shooter. Like, you can go get defenders, you can go get shooters. Those are usually kind of the easiest things to fill your roster out with.
0: Easy. So I sit back and but I'm now like, you
1: have Giannis having to try and make everything happen with two minutes left in the game, which he can. He's proven he can, but he shouldn't be doing it every somebody time. More uh, it, somebody more dependable than Chris Middleton.
0: Somebody more dependable than Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is. Chris mm-hmm. Middleton would have been a fantastic play in 1993. 1993, mm-hmm. Chris Middleton would have been Vinbeck. But right now, they need something else. They got what they needed. And I think Damian Lillard wanted to. I get it. He was pushing Miami. He saw that as a championship contender, but he's still on a championship contender with another top 10 player. So we got a top 15 guy with a top 10 guy. So all that Miami, I'm only showing up to training camp for Miami, only Miami. You see in his Twitter, he shouted out uh, that he was dropping something, a message to the real ones, and then at Bucks. So I think that whole I'm only showing up to Miami as Asians try to play that game. I bet you're gonna show up to Milwaukee. Wait, Giannis gonna be there? Wait, we we got a chance to win. Okay, I'm gonna show up. The only question, the legitimate only question with the Milwaukee Bucks is the fact they have a rookie head coach, Adrian Griffin. And then you wonder how how much time does he have? Because you can't mess this up, bro. You got two years to win the title. Two.
1: Yeah, I I mean you got Damon Giannis. Just don't fuck it up. I hope he's got like one decent assistant coach with some experience. If he does that and just doesn't overthink
0: it, they should be all right. He got Terry Stotts, who was Dame's head coach in Portland. This, sh- this should be all right. This should be all right. This should be all right. It's gonna be fun though. It's gonna, like I think genuinely this will be one of the more entertaining years of the NBA because I can rattle off six to seven teams that have a chance of winning the NBA title. We have Boston. We have Milwaukee. We have Miami. Still, right? Titan stilly. Yeah we got Philly, right? We've got Phoenix, okay? We've got the Lakers. We've got the Warriors. The Denver Nuggets, I'm already up to eight.
1: I'm not ruling the Clippers out either. If For some reason, our Lord and Savior decides to let Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have a season together. That's that's still a dangerous duo.
0: That don't even warrant a response. Call me when the Clippers make the playoffs and advance. I said what I said. In I advance. said what I said. I said what I said. Call me when they make the playoffs in advance. Have hypothetical, you know, when Kawhi gets healthy, you know, when Paul gets back out there, they've been saying that for the last fifteen years. Okay, now, but it's I good. brought Jesus into it. Obviously,
1: I knew it took a lot of prayer to make this happen. Give me a break.
0: <laughs> but like, I mean, you, this NBA season will be a lot of fun to watch, and it got started with a bang. All right, we got five minutes, and we still got to hit. Uh, who either who asked for this or finesse for for of the week? Let's go ahead and get to the NFL week three. Damn. Sula Tagovailoa, I'm sorry. I apologize for everything I've ever said about you in your life. Who called it? It it clearly has hurt you because what you are doing to the National Football League right now is downright disrespectful. Who called it last week?
1: I think that was me. Pretty sure I said Miami is the best team in the NFL last week.
0: I thought they had the most diverse offense as far as like the pieces and the way they could could play them. But after seeing what Mike McDaniel did in that game, with that offense? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right now, power rankings that nobody gives a damn about because I think they're worthless. Miami 1, San Francisco 2, Philly 3. Fight me. Debate me on that. One.
1: Those are all accurate. I can't at all. I this just, is a show where we don't live off of arguing for no reason. When we agree, we agree, even though Jason never agrees with anything I say, but that's for another episode. Those are all right. I agree with those three.
0: Yeah, I just I sit back and like I think that was that was one of the more complete offensive performances I've ever witnessed in my life. He's a
1: fucking amazing coach. Like we, if we rewound, like if we had an intern who could go pull audio clips from us from last year because we're way too lazy, but really more busy to be doing it ourselves. Like we talked about them for the first month about how amazing they were, how they were on the come up, how they were going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs, and then obviously Tua had a very unfortunate series of concussions that were scary as hell. They were never the same after that, never bounced back, which that's that's the NFL. Like It is, what, today, September 27th? Everything could change in literally two or three weeks because all it takes is for your franchise quarterback to get hurt. Your season's over. New York Jets, sorry, but we're looking at you.
0: That being said, and Tua had the health scare obviously last year with the concussions. You don't wish that on him. You want him to remain healthy and remain amazing television. But if he stays healthy – and they lost uh, Waddle, I believe, to a concussion, but like – or an injury. Yeah. It might not be a concussion. Um, but yeah. you take a look at what this offense can look like. They stay healthy. Three weeks into the season, this this is not a um, flash in the pan. This is not, you know, just something temporary. This is who the Miami Dolphins are, a dynamic offense that you have to watch at every play. They out the- there straight up running fast court breaks. On grass, on folks.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. I was going to say, the best descriptor I've heard is they're playing basketball on turf. That's exactly what they're doing. And the, the funny thing is,
0: Mike,
1: Mike McDaniel teaches his receivers basketball moves to get their break on cornerbacks. They literally practice basketball moves to get that freedom, to get that step on people. So the analogy is actually perfect for what this team is teaching their players.
0: Um. Had to talk about that, had to give love to that. We're not going to mention what happened with uh, Colorado Buffaloes. It was bound to happen. Uh, We're not going to mention Dan Lanning because I feel like everybody talked about it. But Buffaloes, USC this weekend, I will say this. Something tell me that Caleb was sitting there, Lincoln Riley head coach of USC was sitting there. They watched what Oregon did. They're going to want a piece of the Buffaloes like that this weekend. Just, you know, one of those, hey, look, you, we get it. You know, game day and everybody that showed up, but we, we Heisman Trophy winners and we national championship contenders over here. We want to show you what we do, how we get there. So can some tell also, me it might be that same thing. Let me see what that line is, actually. But can we also talk about the fact that
1: Colorado didn't have their best player on both sides of the ball for that game? Like, it wouldn't have made a difference, bro. It, I'm not it saying it would have, have made a difference. I'm not saying they would have won the game, but it might have been a little more competitive. It's also like we just sat there and talked about the NFL. You're missing your
0: (laughs) forty-two to twenty.
1: What did I just say? What did I just say? (laughs) I ain't
0: shit, man. I'm sorry. I know you. But we just talked about it.
1: I know you ain't shit. We just talked about it with the NFL. You're missing your franchise player. That changes everything. They're missing their franchise player again. I I I agree with you. I don't see a world where Colorado beats USC even with Travis Hunter. But the game's probably a little bit more competitive. And Colorado is probably one season away from like being a serious competitor in BCS type games, competition, like even trying to like hold these teams to any kind of competition on a bigger level like that. But it, it was fun while it started, and I
0: don't think we've seen the end of it. That's funny you said BCS. Damn, you really ain't watched college football in the last 10 years. It's CFP nope. now, college football playoffs. Whatever. Four teams about to go to 12. All right. So currently the line, number eight USC at. Unranked Colorado, 21 and a half points. They're gonna cover that. I'm gonna go ahead and pound that one right now. And locked I had a finesse a week, but I forgot. I literally forgot when I got hyped up over something. Uh, what you getting finessed on? You get finesse?
1: Um, no, I stay winning. I don't know what to tell you, buddy.
0: No, nah, I feel like I got finesse recently. And I was like, I can't believe um, folks is paying for this. Oh, g- g- gas. Can I? Can, I mean, nothing. Oh, new, that's I, right. You got a car now. So, the, Brandon didn't used to have a car in LA. Shocker. And he just Ubered everywhere. But then my man decided to get a kid. And, and, and this is the ultimate Brandon Flex, right? We in a we in a group text. And they're like, yo, we don't believe you got the cash money keychain. Because <laughs> Brandon <laughs> talked about that last episode. So, this jackass going to send a picture of a cash money keychain next to his Mercedes Benz key. Continue.
1: Gas is really expensive. $7 a gallon. What is Ooh. that? Like, this is what people have been paying? But also, the Cash Money keychain is everything. I just want people to know, like, when you bury me, bury me with my Cash Money keychain. It started off as a like a fake chain off of Etsy for thirty dollars. I never was gonna wear it as the chain, but I'm like, I'm gonna buy this just to turn it into a keychain. Accrutement? is that the word? Accoutrement. Accoutrement. There you go. Thank
0: you. No problem. Merci beaucoup. Look, I just sat there at night, seven, wait, $7 a gallon for gas. I'm not driving. I don't want to go. And you sit in traffic all day, too. Like, why is gas so expensive? I don't.
1: I mean, I only drive to and from work. I still Uber almost anywhere else socially because I mean, most places in LA don't have good parking. And I'm probably, if I'm going out, that means I'm probably like, either eating too much or going to have a couple of drinks and i'm not even in a food coma i feel like driving with a food coma is more dangerous than driving after three drinks
0: uh no but i get where you're going i hate when you start driving and like you just ate too much so your stomach's getting bigger and bigger and you're like "Uh, eh, i don't know what's gonna come out but something gotta come out and i just hate that <laughs> feeling when i'm just sitting there and i'm like a fat bass so just sitting there like get in my belly as my stomach's <sighs> getting fatter behind the steering wheel because like you eat but then it takes your body like Time to digest. Oh, thanks thanks for the fucking
1: breakdown of the science of how food and digestion works. On our next episode, we're going to break down human sexuality.
0: (laughs) Says the dude who was like, Dwight Howard, he's a center. Hey, look, bro, this show done gone on too damn long. If the people (laughs) are uh, not paying $7 of gas this week, what should they do?
1: Probably spay new to your
0: pets. Okay, Bob Barker would appreciate that. I think he's still with us. I think Bob Barker just passed away. That's why I did it. Oh he yeah, I knew way, he was close. I knew he was in this Well, you know what? You uh, knew he was
1: close. What are you talking about? Did his family text you from his bedside and let you know he may go
0: at any moment? Bro, I got people. I know people, man. <laughs> I do. And the episode. I, I got people, bro. End bro. The show. Hey, look, this this episode was brought to you by the number 99. As close as we can, get the one. As always put your people on so they can put their people on appreciate the Bob Barker and prices right reference Drew Carey was a horrible host of the prices right I will refuse to watch it until they get new we'll see y'all back again next week
1: peace